Hello, you are listening to After the Whistle, the sports podcast show where no topic is off limits. My name is Cyril, and I'm joined in the studio by Donald and Moose. What's up, guys? Moose over there, Norden. We are joined in the visitors' dugouts by Bright. For this episode, we'll be talking about Hurricane. We've got the Hurricane fever. We're going to find out if he's world class or not. And if you've paid attention to the news, it's hard to ignore the NFL protest. So we're also going to be discussing athletes and political protests. What did the panel think about that? So let's just dive right in. Right? You're the guest. I'm going to put you on the spot. First okay. of all, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. What does your allegiance like? Do you follow sports? What's your favorite team? Um, yes, I follow football specifically, and I support different teams at different times. But <laughs> most of all, I think I enjoy watching Chelsea games. Oh, okay, okay. Any other teams you enjoy watching? or um, In a typical classical, I'd watch and support Real Madrid. Okay. Um, if it was Real Madrid versus Atletico, I support Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> so at different times, I would support different teams. Okay, is it mostly you are going for the underdog? Yeah, that's what yeah, I, 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 I like to see. Like I like to see the underdog okay. beat the yeah, the main that team favorite and see how these people like Reality. either reassert themselves as champions or. I just have to see how people deal with like all these adversities. And, yeah. okay. I get it. Make the game more enjoyable for you watching. Mm-hmm. Get a surprise outline. That's dope. That's dope. For our listeners who don't know you and your work, which is probably going to be hard to ignore, mm-hmm. uh, how would you start yourself? I mean, I was going to say describe you as an artist. Is that too narrowing or is that oh, accurate it's, enough? It's accurate enough. I don't really like doing titles. But so, yeah, like, so creative or that's still a title? I just call myself an artist. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that I do. So, I think artist is, is a good enough title. Okay, okay. So, that's jumping right in. Harry Kane. Over the weekend, uh, Spurs played Champions League. Harry Kane scored a perfect hat trick, left foot, right foot, head header. And now the question is being asked I mean, after four seasons of regular scoring and all of that, is he world class? What, what do you think, guys? It's hard to ignore him these days, seriously. I mean, like, when the season started, August came in, everyone was like, yo, yeah, the typical hurricane. So starts. So starts. And yes, it did happen. Made you wonder. But I, I feel like nobody really was in any doubt that he would go on to, you know, start in this way. Like, start scoring goals and continue like that till the end of the season. Because like you said, for four seasons, this guy has been doing it. And... You know, today I was watching uh, Sky Sports and then they were doing some analysis of you know, his performance and he's actually scored more goals than I think seven in English clubs like over the past year, like which was incredible. He, has, he had actually scored more goals than Southampton, you know, had and for me that's just, you know, those are just crazy stats. And yeah, for me he's, he's, he's definitely arguably the best striker in England right now, definitely. And one of the best in Europe, for sure. Moose, anything to add to that? Well, that's a head shaking no. Bright, <laughs> uh, any yeah, I, I personally, I prefer... Sometimes I prefer playing my FIFA with Tottenham just because of Hurricane. Okay, so at least... <laughs> he's, he's the yeah. kind of player who you are very confident, maybe... With the chances. Uh, every, and... every four out of five shots yes, will be on target or will be in the pool. So um, he's, he's definitely on the way. I don't think he's like... You World can him yet with the best to ever do it. He's mm. like no mm. doubt on his way to becoming one of the best ever. 
Okay, so Bright has started us on that conversation. Mm-hmm. You don't think you would put him with the best? Yet. Yet. Yes. Okay, but so who are, who are the okay. best? Like, who, who are the best? But, I mean, our reason for choosing this topic is because it's been going around for a bit. I mean, you know the English media will always try to put their guy out there. So mm-hmm. the guy started scoring. And then all of a sudden, you know, they want to elevate him to a certain status. And is he yeah. world class? And the thing is, I mean, world class itself, it's subjective. It's not really something that is set in stone. Define, it's like, not, it's yeah. not, it's, I mean, everybody... It's subjective, but then there are certain criteria yeah. that most people that, like, like, like that. Common it's, 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 exactly. Yeah. It is subjective, but if you put your argument forward well enough, you can bring yeah. someone over to your side because you're dealing with a criteria that's like stone clad, you know. It's, it, this is strong. This is a strong argument. This is valid. I really can't fault you for it because that's how you have discussions. I think this is something mainly for fans. This is something fans concern themselves with. This is like the ongoing discussions that fans like to have. And I guess strikers are the easiest to evaluate as far as you it's know. Talk about the goals, right? Yeah, I mean, you're either scoring the goals, or creating not. the goals, or the team scores more goals when you play. You're leading the line, you're the attack. Is the team scoring goals when you play? Yes, no, you're not a good striker. And for me, Hurricane is definitely world class. It's oh, okay. It goes, it goes without saying. No, you, for me, Harry you planted your flag. I'm <laughs> planted my flag on Hurricane Mountain, and my flag is staying there. And I mean, I, want to, I, I just want to listen to why Bright thinks he isn't. Before you do that, I'm curious. Don't know. Are you with Moose or? Uh, actually, I'm leaning towards Bright because. Fam, there's no wall sitting on the wall. No, 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 no. <laughs> not sitting on the wall. Like, as in, I, I also feel like he is just a little bit because I feel like people like Ronaldo and Messi have probably redefined world class. You understand? So I feel like to put him alongside them, I still feel like there's still a little way. So he's not world class. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not quite there. But... Putting him alongside them, and the thing is, and the thing is, if you want to make someone being world class about past achievements, mm-hmm. then that sort of takes away from. Okay, no, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's no. no let's say, let's get your definition because you do have to factor in past no, achievements. No, you, you have to. You yeah. have to. But when you try to. Put him away from Ronaldo and Messi. You are trying to say this. He has to be doing it for maybe six, seven seasons, because this guy has been doing it for four. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's been doing it for four. Yeah, he's been. He's been putting up great numbers for four seasons. So if 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 you are saying he's not good enough to be with them, the only reason why they are so special is they've been doing it for seven, eight seasons. I see what you mean. You, so, you, you get what I mean. So, so here's a question: Wait, when so, you, when so, you cut it off there. Lots of people will make it. So, for the past four seasons, have all, all of Kane's seasons been world-class seasons by a striker? Oh, I would say three world-class seasons. So, his last three? His, his last most three recent three? His I would say two. Seasons, I would say two. You say two? Yeah. No, his first season, he scored 20 goals. Yeah, which was... Which was Is it which all was about good, the goals But then? then, would you say... Would you say... So, now so would not, you now say... Come, yes. Would you now say um, someone like Mbappe is world-class? Mbappe is world-class. Really? I wouldn't say he's world exactly. So no, like, as in because <laughs> so why is Mbappe not world class, right? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you 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 state your criteria mm-hmm. because your past achievements matter, but you don't have to go too so far that yeah. nobody else is going to qualify, and you only have the two players who are mm-hmm. playing at a level that we haven't seen now. Because I mean, come on, back then we had different guys winning World Player of the Year. 
he kept swapping. Like someone would have played yeah, football, the next that's true, that's have played. These are guys okay. who give you 35, 40, 45 every single so you're, season you're, without fail. So are you saying that if you, if, you take, if you take away Messi and Ronaldo, then like it makes so much like it makes more sense you can't you can take them away they are there with them but they are at a height they are just they are super they are beyond world class I said <laughs> are they world class and you said you because, don't put them with because, them. because right now with them. is he world class okay. is he a world class striker why don't you give us your criteria, boys? I mean, my criteria. I don't think. I don't think there's no, no, there's no. A fair. I don't think there's a fair criteria. But I feel. I okay, fine. Let's give I us your reasons why you feel here. The That's, reasons why, yeah. For, I mean, he's been scoring freely since he came into the first team. That's it's easy to see. He's been scoring freely since he came into the first team. This guy has already got eighty plus Premier League goals. Which is which is crazy. Back to back Golden Boot winner. Yeah. Two times. I mean, he just scored a brace. For me, it's more. Like he's, the... he's he's already on. He's already on eight goals, seven, yeah. seven or eight goals yeah. in the no, league. Yeah. He scored yeah. a hat trick. The Champions League. In the Champions League. Yes. He scored again. So he's scoring, yeah. He's scoring. <laughs> he's scoring. Yeah. He's playing for a team that plays its attack through him, and he's being effective. Like I listen to people's arguments, and a lot of them made sense. But if, but some of them are, some of them try to rob players of, I mean, certain status because of stylistic reasons. And I understand that, but you can't really fault someone for being effective. You get me? If a striker is one-dimensional, but he's effective, he's always scoring goals. He's a good striker. You have to give him that. You can't just say, oh, he's scoring all his goals with his head. So the other guy who scored less... But does that make him world-class? Does that make him world-class? If well, he's one-dimensional. If he's yes, one-dimensional one and he's effective, that means that dimension is actually really good. Because you can't tell me the other team isn't trying to yeah, stop him fine. if he isn't one-dimensional. There's no argument that I, but then, yeah. I, I personally would like to see the big goal numbers yield some trophies or some laurels. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I would put him in that position. In that position. Like you can score 100 goals and be fifth on the table or score 100 goals and end up second. But I'd like, you to, I'd like to see you score 100 goals and win the trophy because of your goals. And then I'll be convinced without a doubt. Okay, so this is another argument. Individual versus collective. Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's of no use to score 100 goals and not to win anything. At any it's, it's of, a lot of, it's of a lot of use. You can only be... You can only do your job. You can only do your job. You cannot say. You cannot say that. He scores so many goals and the team doesn't win anything. It's a it's it's a team game. You understand? if you support a better team, you would agree that if you swap your striker for Harry Kane, you would win you would win the same titles or more titles. He's playing he is playing as well as he can play. It's a team game. So to to kind of mark him down because of you know the limitations of his teammates or his team as a whole. Sounds unfair. I've, I've, Don't you think? No, I mean, I've, I've seen I've seen strikers do their job as strikers yes. and do a little bit more, and and then it has brought laurels. So anytime I speak about a striker, I will I will compare him to 
some of these support but, their, but, their actions. But you have to, you have to be fair that there are strikers who have won titles recently that Harry Kane can attest to being better than. Yes. Yes. So, so why take so, a shot at Vardy, man? <laughs> no, Vardy no, is really good. Vardy. He, had, he had one World Class season. If you're Costa. going to, if you're going to put him in that box, he had one World Class season. Special and I'll, season. And yeah, and I'll say something. You so, if, so, if, so if if you're going to make it per season, I think he qualifies because what he did was also amazing. But it was also a team game because it wasn't just Vardy. Mm. It was you know it was um, Captain Morgan at the back. It was uh, a <laughs> contain hey, the center. Oh, yeah. Go on. No, I mean, but you can't. <laughs> I guess you mentioned consistency. It's unfair to exactly. extend the time frame, but then you just can't have a one world class season and say that makes a one that makes a world class player. Yes, it has to be multiple seasons. Yes, and that's why Vardy is in mm-hmm. world class. Exactly, and that's, that's why, why Kane is in contention. Kane is Kane is in contention. That's what I'm saying. It's subjective. You make yourself do like it. He's... Do it at the club level. Do it at the international level. International level, level yes. This is where uh-huh. I get into. Yes, this is where the conversation experience. Yes. As a world, for a world class player, is Messi doing at international level? No, <laughs> no. But Messi is world class. True. You, you, you get me. It's, it's unfair. Here's my counter. To no, but you know something. No, no, but it's no, not. Here's my counter to that. For world class, I do believe that. Here's my. I feel like you have to excel in multiple competitions. Fine, Messi sucks international, national, international. Sucks is such a strong word. He not doesn't honest. suck. Because he no, he's not as good. He's not as He's not as effective. As, yeah. As however, as in the group, however, in La Liga, the league, he's been good. The other competition, mm. Copa, wherever, he's been good. Yeah. When it comes to the Champions League, arguably the best football competition but on the planet, make, he's also been great. Is it, so far, is it so a far. individual thing or is it a collective thing? You know that's the thing. It's collective and also individual. Yes, but it's mostly individual. It's mostly you individual. can only play as well as you can play. Yes, but until Kane does replicate this fine form he's had the last four or three seasons he's been in really other good for England. He's been really mm. Yeah, he's been England's best player. Easily England's best player. And he's young. And he's new to the team. There's more time. There's I mean, time. yeah, I think that's what Bryce said earlier. He's getting there. He's getting there. I don't, I don't think he's yeah, there yeah, now. Okay, let me also let me also give another scenario. You have to understand that also a player's effectiveness has a lot to do as well with the system he's playing in. This is where it has a lot to do with. You see, that's why I say it's very it's very subjective. It has a lot to do with the tactical framework. Because my thing is, if um, Man United could choose to make someone like Martial the focal point of their attack you probably score a lot of goals right? yeah, I feel like it will make him look like the best player on Man United but mm-hmm. maybe the coach feels like that's not the best way for them to achieve their targets so he should probably be a second or third option it's, it's, it's the coach's decision to make but the fact that you have been selected to lead the attack I think it's fair to assume that we can all just say you are the best attacker on the team because the, the coach time. isn't going to pick the someone who's, who's, who's going to give him a lesser chance of achieving his mm. goal ahead of you. You understand? So for you to be the starting forward for a team means you're actually the best forward in the team. That's what I'm saying. You have to make these assumptions It's not only because of the number of goals you put in, it's because but you're the overall, best for the team. overall performance, your attitude your contribution to defense and all those things. Results. Yes. 
You want the three points at the end. Who's the best person to give you your three points? You are the guy who's going to get them all the three points. Yes. So that being said, you have to... You have to also make room for Harry Kane because, come on, is he world-class right now? Is he playing at a world-class level right now? I, guess, I think there's no argument. He's playing at a world-class that's level what, right now. I mean, I think that's what I'm leaning Price is saying. He's, we can we yeah. project him being world-class. For class. me, I feel like uh, with Harry Kane, like for me, the criteria is I feel like he scores goals, like a variety of goals, right? For the left foot, the, the different opportunities that he gets, that he finishes, for me, like... Some of them show you that this guy mm, definitely at the world class level, mm, like pedigree in terms of finishing. But for me, I feel like the reason why I'm holding off on actually calling world class is like I feel like you should get to the point where he starts like breaking records. You understand? Like you said before that. Like, you yeah, got no like, I'm yeah. just saying that like once he starts getting there, once he starts like this, this guy starts breaking records and you know like. Like Bright was saying, so it's a, it's a little bit linked to the, the trophy thing. Like when your goals actually start you know, winning laurels into, into the history book, yes. history books, things like that. But, but you can argue they are because no, we they just are, they, I'm about saying, and I'm, say, I'm saying they will get the eventual. Like for example, people are talking about him like, <laughs> equaling um, Alan Shearer's record. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, he's on his way. It's not as if like what he's done so far is like useless or anything. But he is. It's building up to it. But that's he the whole, so that's scored, the whole idea. He is also the fastest player to. A certain number of goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Right? Which shows that from a very young age, he is blitzed the Premier which League. Is, which is the reason why people are very confident that he will break Alan Shearer's record. He will record. break Alan yeah. record. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which, is a record which, has, which is a record that has stood for a long the Premier time. League, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a record that has stood for more than... And when... And the day he does that, I'm not saying that will be the day he becomes world class. <laughs> but I'm saying that if he does something like that, that's like he be in like immortality. You understand? Yeah, me? I get you. But, but you know, the personal accolades are there. Two-time I mean, Golden Boot winner. But you see that I, I guess in a very tough league, the difficult, not the difficulty. Andrew, Andrew Johnson has been Golden Boot winner. Yes, donate. Yes. The, so like, let's say if you are waiting for and, yeah, anyway. if you are waiting for Kane to break personal records yeah. for a striker, that might mean that it has to be an over a period of time. It might be he might never break Shearer's record, but he could attain world class status before that, right? Yeah. So I'll definitely count the trophies and whatever. But the prior the same this thing. This isn't yeah. this yeah. isn't another chance to prove it. Yes, he's playing the, the in a competition a with yeah. now he's the, the best thing yeah. is the same ever. It depends on your team. If yes. Hurricane can score hundred goals, if Spurs as a collective are not there, he's if not the going squad to win trophies. Yeah, enough. if the squad is in deep, if there are injury problems, he's not that's going to not win trophies. Quick question. So a world class player, right? The assumption is let's take the best two, Ronaldo and Messi. The assumption is when you take these guys and you put them in any team. Even though we joke that can Messi do it no, on a cold day. No, but let's be about Ronaldo and Messi. What? They have world-class... They have... No, they have supporting cast. cast. No, they no have that's a true. Really no, that's true. Cast. They no. have a better supporting cast than Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. True. However, there are the assumptions... Now, this could be wrong. Is that if no, you put... No, this your, is a subjective discussion. Yeah. Anything, yeah. If you put Ronaldo or Messi in any team... They would elevate the performance of said team. They will elevate the performance of said team. Yes, but my problem with using Ronaldo and Messi is if you use Ronaldo and Messi 
Ask the yards to go walk. No problem. Nobody else is yeah, problem. Class. Let's drop it, Suarez. Because no, no problem. Let's drop it, Suarez. Yes. It's Suarez a walk class forward. From if you, yes, if, if you, you take nothing, away, if you, you take want, away, you want nothing at Liverpool. For me, if you take away, you want nothing at Liverpool. Did you win much at Liverpool? Have, no. Kane hasn't won anything at Liverpool. Yes, what I'm saying is Suarez was thought to be world class at Liverpool. Yes, in terms of his performance, and he backed that up by going to Barcelona and actually fitting in among world class. No, but what I'm saying is he was world class when he was he was thought to be world class when he was at Liverpool, even though know, they didn't win. Yes, that was, he was there. That was his yeah, final you know season. Something. That was yes. his final and season. I won't, give him, I won't give him the fact that his national team won the Copa. Luis, that was yes. his, that was okay, his so final season. That Suarez was recognized as world. It's class. a performance thing, and also Uruguay went <laughs> to the semi final. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, his 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 his, his yeah. national team. Yeah. So, like, are we saying that if you take away Messi and Ronaldo, right? The players are we saying Ronaldo the, the, the players underneath world class? No, no, I'm saying the players underneath that are like people like Lewandowski, Suarez, and then he's there. Yeah, so he's there. He's there with them. Okay. Are you saying Kane isn't there with them? So that's where the argument comes. Yeah, I mean, world class strikers. Yeah, if you name the world class strikers, you are talking Lewandowski, um, Suarez, uh, who else? Cavani has to be in there, right? Aubameyang. Yeah, I think about people see, who are currently Cavani. playing. You see, yes, Cavani, who are currently Cavani, playing. Cavani is also someone who is only there because of effectiveness. Because stylistically, a lot of people have a lot to say about his game. I would say Kane is better. Yeah, it's, oh, it's fair to yeah. say Kane is better. A lot of people have a lot to say about Cavani's game. I have a lot to say about um, Aubameyang's game. I don't like his game. His game is just, you know, it's, it, it, he, has, he uses his pace really well and he's a really good finisher. But he's so effective, you can't take that away from him. I don't like his game. That's what I'm saying. Stylistically, it comes in because everybody wants the, str- the forward who can, who's a shot creator, the forward who dribbles, the forward with skill. But if you do that, then you're now making it more stylistic than anything. Is he effective? You understand? Is he using the tools he has to be effective? Is he mm. using them but to get me, you goals? Because no, like no. I mean, for me, I cannot. Them, I the cannot. players who win the awards are the players who are stylistically pleasing compared to the guys who are just effective. And isn't there a reason for that? What is the reason? Give me if a reason. player, if a player is not one-dimensional, doesn't he deserve to be given the World Class title over a player who is one-dimensional? Like you know that this player, you know, like if 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 you don't play to his strengths. Game yes, and what I'm saying is, if you make that argument, and the player is still effective, then what you're trying to say is, you're, he's playing teams who are trying to take away what he's good at, and he's still scoring. So that's my Aubameyang argument. You know what he's going to do, but he's still going to do it. Like Robin. It's Iron Robin. Robin you know what Robin. he's going to do, <laughs> but he's still going to do it. Which means it looks easy to stop him. You can yeah. actually just sit there and say, oh, this is why I need to stop him. But when you're on the pitch, it's not it's that easy to yeah. stop him. He's that good at it that he's hard to Wait, stop. Do we think Kane is one-dimensional? I'm curious. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 okay, okay. But, but, no, but stylistically, he's not a dribbler. He's not, he's not someone okay. who dribbles at pace, takes men on. And that is, that is how we've come to accept what world-class players are. It's a more stylistic thing. If you're effective, if you're effective, people really don't see it. They want you to do it in a way that's pleasing. They want aesthetics. They want mm. you to be a dribbler. Like Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero is a very pleasing striker to watch. He plays, he has a very technically, he's very technically gifted. He he's a shot creator. He's world class. Come on. Sergio Aguero is world class. But, but he's always, he's, he's pretty much always injured. So that's why I come to find. If you're going to rate strikers, okay, fine. Um, availability should be a stat. 
Fair enough. You have yeah, to show up for the game. Penalty taking should be a start. If you are your team's penalty taker, it means you've shown enough in training for your for your manager to want you to take all the penalties. So it should also be a start. How about that? So the world class category, right? I mean, not everybody can be in it. That's to be a cutoff point, right? Yes. So my effectiveness should get you. No, fair enough. Get you a ticket. No, fair enough. But it's all hypothetical. Let's assume it's a top ten list. Yeah, ten, it's a top 10 list. It's a, it's a top 10 list. There are only 10 people, 10 forwards, or 10 every position that can be world-class. Okay. Messi and Ronaldo take the first two. They are, they attack is their forwards, right? Does Kane make it? Yeah, does Kane make the remaining. Are there, are there eight other strikers are you trying to say there better are other 10 forwards? Players, eight. 10 forwards better than Harry Kane Currently. right now? No. Okay, so... If you had a list of 10, Kane would definitely be in there. Yeah, okay. Kane would definitely so be in So according to Bright, Kane is world class. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, with no specific order, but if I had to pick 10 strikers to fit that list, Kane has to I would be. put yeah, Kane in Kane, it. Kane has to be in it. I'm just thinking um, from the standpoint of a manager, if I were a manager and I had to pick a striker to play in, in a team Any I game. set up, Any competition. I would consider yeah. Kane... Yeah. If I had ten options, likewise, because I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, because once you mention, once you go to Aguero, Lewandowski, Cavani, again, yeah, all the names become arguable. Like I'd probably even get Diego Costa. I even forgot about him. Yes, but he's not as effective as he. But I'd put Costa in my team because he he can give me something I don't think any other striker can give me. That's fair, but Kane is more effective. <laughs> no, but you see, you might want well, it become subjective for yeah. him. Yes, it's an attribute for me. Yeah. Effective here is scoring. Gets me my three points. Gets me my goals. Even if you had to punch the opponent to get <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> or fight it. No, Costa would do that for me. Get shot. Mm. You can't stop him from getting a shot. Like I would say this, though. I mean, personally, I, I wonder sometimes whether. I, Kane is a natural goal scorer or he's just that he's just that good when it comes to knowing the kind of shots because he really does make it seem so easy yeah but, it's, it's that sh- but another thing too is we have to accept that I'm not going to say I watch all these players regularly enough to say yeah. that I do most of the time what you watch are highlights and other things and they don't really tell you the story but I do watch a lot of Premier League football I do watch a lot of Tottenham games and the thing is if you watch him his game is developing all the time I mean he used to score free kicks for crying out loud you know, he takes he takes long shots. Yes. He scores with his head. He scores with both feet. He scores as you know the target man. Sometimes he trails the play. Comes in, you know, finishes off the shot. Like I'm asking Bright right now. If you look at um, Chelsea winning the title last season, if you swap Diego Costa for Harry Kane, do they win the title? I think they do. Easily. That's a oh, fair yeah, metric. I think in the Premier League. <laughs> Arguably, only Aguero is above him, but then availability knocks him down. Availability here is my fake stat, so... Yeah, but if you consider that, that's fair. And I mean, now. Costa also has availability issues, because you know every five he's or six matches, he's, he's, he's getting, getting a suspension ban. For, for picking up yellow cards. <laughs> Are they, something his man but he's, he's, about. he's exciting to watch. <laughs> yes. I'd pay to watch Costa than Kane. Because you, you don't see goals. Cost, oh, I, I I don't just watch football for goals. Okay. I watch it for, oh, for everything. Drama, so yeah, yeah, for the drama. Costa gives you that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I watch Kane. Kane's boring. Let's be fair. No, no, let's be fair. Like, no, as a person, I remove the person. As I see Kane, I mean, honestly, apart from his finishing, I struggle to list him, rate him highly on the other aspect. But he does everything 
so well, right? Like and that's the, everything it, just comes together so perfectly. You're unfairly rating it because people say Kane is not fast, but he's, he's decently always getting yeah. a yard of pace yeah. from his markers to score. So we today, he his decision making is at that level where he's using he make, his maybe talent. He makes up for where exactly. he likes. Yeah. He's using his talent because it's it's so like I feel like Anthony Martial is more talented than. Uh, um, Sadio Mane. Uh, Sadio Mane is a far better player because Sadio Mane's decision making is not yes, ahead. and that's the difference between an experienced player and a young player. A young player is in because he has the skill. This guy is less skilled but knows what to do, to do and when. You can never take the ball off Mane. The whole Liverpool attack runs through. He always makes, like most of the time, he makes the right decision. He's just a very smart player. So, with that, you have to give it to Kane that even though we assume he has these limitations, he's still so effective sure, that yeah. maybe he's, he doesn't have the limitations we think he has. That's that's a, that's fair because I mean, in spite of them, he's still buying. No, because he's same limitations. You when you think about it, does Kane really have significant weaknesses? Not really. Mm-hmm. He can't really list them, and he's effective. He's scoring goals, so he yeah. must be doing something, he right? He's, he's probably above average in those things that you think he's below. He's average. above average in everything, exactly. He's not, he's not, he's not fast, but he's beating men. He's not strong, but he, he can strong, he can body a defender and you know get a better out. He's always, but he scores with his head. Yeah, all his both feet. Man. Free kicks, all right, man. Penalty taker. Let's 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 do a roundup for like final votes. Like, <laughs> I think the, I think the vote is done. Not to see, <laughs> not to all the talking. Not to see if anybody's changed their mind. I mean, because okay, five. Let's not make it ten. Five. Top five strikers. Top five. Uh the first, are the top two in it. You see, this is this is so hard. Okay, fine. Messi and Ronaldo are in it. Okay, so three. Can we name three strikers better than Kane? Lewandowski definitely. Lewandowski. Really? Suarez. Really? Suarez this season, that's a problem. No, really? Suarez this season, that's... Yeah, but okay, fine. Let's, let's use it's this criteria. It's been six weeks. Let's use this criteria. Let's use this criteria. Last two seasons plus this season. Last two seasons. No, this season plus the previous two. Okay. Lewandowski definitely then. Really? Yeah. No, I mean... No, that's fair. I think Suarez definitely, for me. Okay. Can I name no, I'm, I'm trying to pick out someone who's better than Kane to fill that Bani, You have Belotti. You have, it will have to be Aguero. Because if, no, if we agree that Aguero is a, is a touch above Kane in the league, he doesn't get into the five. You would have to make it above him, right? He doesn't get into the five. Aguero doesn't make it into the five. But the best striker, the he'll best be striker in the Premier League isn't the most. No, I think Aguero makes it. No, I'm, I'm asking. Oh. So the best striker <laughs> in the Premier League isn't among the top five forwards in the world. Uh, <laughs> it's harder. <laughs> I know that's the whole point. It's fine. No, like yeah. I mean, but that's it's the top five for like, now. Like it's um, yeah, That's what I'm saying. That he will be the set. Like for me, like I'm growing him. Of course, I'm knocking him out. So it means he's from yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, so from it means five. He's in five to yeah, ten. Yeah, for like, personal, oh, for personal reasons, I'm thinking about it's all Costa. Personal. You're thinking about Costa. Yeah, Diego Costa. From the Premier League. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Nobody um, missing Lukaku. I've been it's behind, but it just makes the conversation much more difficult. If yeah. look at but let's be fair, you know, uh, Kane only won Gold King over because Lukaku, Lukaku was in. Yep. 
and Lukaku was in the arguably a worse team. So that's interesting. No, but I mean that's that's a bit too far. Well, it's part. It's also part of the argument, isn't it? Yes, but I. I and he's also like, closer than hundred. No, let's just draw the line at teams. And Lukaku is also closer than hundred goals, despite claim Kane playing in what Spurs arguably a better side, and Lukaku has won. Well Lukaku in. started playing Premier League football. Before. <laughs> yeah, but he was in West Brom. Come on. Yeah, but he was in West Brom. No, no, no. Yeah, but he he said it. That's what I'm saying. Like when we throw Kane's first season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When we throw Lukaku into the conversation versus Kane, then it just then the conversation becomes exactly. Yeah, but you see, Lukaku only gets in on effectiveness because stylistically his game since coming to my United isn't, isn't the most pleasing. Like Donald said, it's been six weeks. <laughs> no, but, but, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So that's why these guys don't get yeah, into the conversation yeah. because people just yeah, don't yeah. enjoy their that's games right. as yeah. much. They, they don't want you just putting back. For a manager, he doesn't care. He wants the guy who's going to put the ball into the net the most times to get me the most points, to get me the title. So, Harry Kane, so easily 5 to 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but mm-hmm. arguably... Outside the top 5. <laughs> top <laughs> 5, okay, fine. Um, anybody want to change their votes regarding Kane being world-class or not? As it stands, it's what? Only Moose seems to be in favor of Harry Kane being world-class. He's almost there. Almost there. Yeah, so... Moose definitely arrived. Oh, me, he's uh, definitely world class. The rest of us, he's approaching the. Yeah, he's making good progress. I mean, yeah, he's making good progress towards that. Um, all right, so we'll move on to our next uh, topic in yeah, a bit. But let's just run through some stories from. Let's just, <laughs> just, just run through the stories because uh, I know Donald has something to say. I mean, <laughs> welcome to welcome to Moose's impromptu segment. I mean, <laughs> Moose's so segment. by so by Munich sucked. This is Connor. <laughs> Bayern Munich sacked. You're going to put me on blast. Oh my so, god, Donald, what do you have to say about? <laughs> oh my god, Moose. Well, I don't know. You have sources in the Bayern company. No, you said you wrong information. No, listen. So what I was saying, what I was saying was that, like, before he was sacked, right? Yeah. Like there was there was some noise, like, in and around, like the Bayern camp. The Bayern camp that, you know, like, he's he's a little bit under pressure, like. You know, performances were being scrutinized, like, and all that. And before the Champions League game, yeah, yeah, people were talking about the fact that if they if they had a bad result, like, there'll be like much more pressure on him, stuff like that. And I was telling Moose that, like, I was watching that game, and you know, because of that, right? Like, they they would, they would like take they'll put the camera on him a few times, so, like when things weren't going when things weren't going well. And for me, I felt like. You know, you could tell like this was a man that was under pressure. Like this was a man who felt like, who looked like, okay, you know, if the way things are going, if things if things go south, you know, it could spell trouble. Okay. Time. Yeah. So for me, that was the end. For me, it was no surprise that soon after, you know, he got the sack. So yeah, for me, that's it. Uh, Moose. Oh, I mean, it just goes to show that for some of these top clubs, you don't just have to win games like being a manager mm. for some of these top European clubs has more to do with building building structures for the future forward planning because if you're going to listen they felt that he wasn't the right guy to succeed the sort of team they were trying to build post Guardiola yeah I agree because yeah. like 
like I agree with you slowly it's becoming more and more so because now like for me like when I when I heard he was sacked I was like why would you sack two losses like, two draws like yeah for me, I was like, what, how, they like, won all the games, just two losses and yeah. two So draws. now it's clear that it's more than the... It's, it's, more, than it's just more than just to be an results. elite coach. Yeah. And I feel like he's not an elite coach. <laughs> which, is, which is something <laughs> I've held for a while, which people, you know, it's feel more. is a bit controversial. But that's what, that's what I feel. Like, like we were just saying, he's just a bit below the elite guys. With the, he's there with the, um, with the Asin Wenger's and Rafa Benitez. Do you think that, do you think, but you know, um, I was thinking about, do you think that maybe his, um, do you think he has the ability to develop young players like Ancelotti? And do you think maybe I, do you think maybe the Bayern like board were feel like us and not too think, happy that Sanchez situation turned the way it did? I think because the, he came to the club with so much promise. I think I think there's enough. I think there's enough yeah. there. And even Coleman, like that you know, can't his develop, yeah. no, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. he came in and he sent um, he sent um, Renato Renato Sanchez away. Yeah. But I feel like some of these decisions might be a board decision because you know how Bayern Munich are, they have a director of football, they have so many. I think with Pep it was Summer, Matthias Summer with... Um, yeah, I don't with, think it's his, his, his I decision. I don't think it's fully his decision. I, I think what really Rafael was saying, this is a player part thing because at elite clubs, you are not just That's winning what I matches. Say. I think you are I, dealing with huge egos, you are managing egos. No, but here's the thing, I feel like you are being a bit revisionist. As in, yes, he... But they, to be no, he didn't have the best of stats, but you mentioned it's it's mostly the player power thing. There were yeah. a group of players in the locker room that felt that what he wasn't the one they felt comfortable with going to Wait, the are these players. And the crazy thing about this is what Robin and Warbury are mentioned to be among them, right? And yeah, the oldest players in the team. Which yeah. is crazy. Why a board would side with players who yeah. arguably should be looking to phase out? No, for me, like no, are these players going to the board to say we don't like our manager? Oh, I, I, I mean, if, if, yeah. you, if you read player autobios and yeah. their retrospective, you realize that these things happen more often than wow. we are, yeah, we are because, used to. Like, because, it's so surprising for me. Because, they always, yeah, it's so surprising, but, you know, it's it's about who's more important to the team. I guess they felt the players were more important than the manager. Than the manager. If they had a manager who had the clout, someone like a Mourinho, <laughs> I don't think they would let... <laughs> A Mourinho go no, no but Chelsea, Chelsea did Chelsea the same thing <laughs> again. That's I don't think Bayern Munich. No, no, no. Bayern would because no, Bayern would complained about Pep. No, Bayern would if he lost the locker room. Bayern players, I don't think it was all the players. I believe again, Ribéry's name came up again. It was certain few players, but with uh, what's his name? Ancelotti. Oh, Bola, Bola but you know, but you know, Bola is also yeah, Bola is also Ancelotti. But you know, supposedly a gang of five players. Like he seemed like he had lost. But, but the guys, you know, some like what the Ribéry thing is surprising for me because wasn't Ribéry the one who said he was Pep happy Ancelotti had come in because, because Pep, Pep complicates yes. football. Well, he was No, but guys, football players are football players are only happy when they are playing. Yes. That's just it. But Ribéry's been playing. All as many games as probably he would want. He play almost every game. Robin came recently injured again. Not as many as he would want. So it's entirely possible that. Let's, a, let's just move on. Let's These are these are personally motivated. Let's, let's yeah, but for me, I, I think that like the what you were talking about, like the like building the you know the team up for the future and all. That. I feel like it's legitimate because. Like, you don't really see... I didn't think there was progression with the young players. Again. Because Roman was a rising star. No, but again, he works... Now it's like... Ancelotti works with someone above him. In terms of, like, Mm -hmm. the players coming in. It wasn't solely his decision. So, 
But we'll find out more when Sunny says write a book later. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Two years yeah. from now, what happens. I would say I think that we won't even care now. He and Milan will be a match made in heaven, though. I don't think he's going to match. Yes, but why do you why do you now take a young guy out of his job? Oh well, that's it's so, yeah, a that's a, just game. a different <laughs> <laughs> ruthless game. Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's <laughs> got to pay for it. Yeah, anyway, yeah, okay. And, and I mean, just shortly, so the college NBA bunk scandal. Oh damn it, Moose. Oh man, um, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody who actually follows your sports. It, it's not a surprise, but this is FBI investigation. No, no, again, these are, these are actual. Yeah, just because an investigation is happening, no, doesn't mean anybody is surprised. I mean, the argument against the NCC has always been that everybody but the players involved gets paid. The schools get money, the coaches get money. The recruiters get money. And the players who make everything happen, happen can be paid because they are not professionals. Exactly. So this is what happens. There's money moving around. Somebody's getting that money, not the players. And yeah. Man, Pitino lost his job. I mean, as a Celtics fan, seeing him fired, <laughs> really don't care. It's just yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you actually feel, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, man, he's not a nice guy. Um, he deserves it. I mean, he did something wrong. I mean, okay, fine. Let's just give a bit of. No, no, I mean, we're going to have... Context to it. So, <laughs> they found out college sportsmen aren't supposed to be paid. They, do, they are not supposed to be getting any payments. They get their scholarships, they play in college. When they become professionals, that's when they're allowed to get paid. The NCAA isn't supposed to pay players. What was happening was agents... But they get benefits. Right? They get slight benefits. They get a full scholarship to the uni to the college of their choice. That's and they're it. all taken care of. And they're, well, they're flown to games, yeah. stuff like that, yes, but no direct financial remuneration yeah. for their work because they're not professional. Mm. And it turns out that agents from shoe companies were paying money to players, families, and agents to get them to sign with certain schools. Oh my God, they're shocked. And they're shocked. <laughs> exactly. Everybody assumes these things happen, but right now there's <laughs> been an investigation and people have been found out, so there was a big fallout from that. So, I guess... We definitely are... There needs to be a review of the NCAA system. And that's why the, that's why I think more kids would prefer to play in the NBA because in the NBA you have, you, have a, you have a strict course to becoming a professional, one and done, one year in college. Well, at the very play. least, the G League, and then at the, at the you get called least, up no, again. It's, it's a straight line, but in somewhere like football, you know... But these things happen in sports, though. Like, that's in it's, yes, it's, it's because rules, you can't expect it. Yes, but the rules NBA. say it's illegal, so... Yo, well. uh, we definitely have a, an NBA episode plan. I believe it's two episodes from now, so we're definitely going to delve, delve a bit deeper. Sticking with the into United the, States. <laughs> Sticking with the United States. Uh, but before we do that, um, for new listeners, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to After the Whistle on your preferred podcast manager. So that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and whatever app you use. Um, <laughs> Just search after the whistle. Don't forget to leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed uh, the episode. Now, our next topic. Um, athletes and protest. Stick with the United States, as Moose said. Uh, Moose, want to walk us through the timeline for the cap uh, take a knee protest. Just a quick timeline. A quick timeline. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess about... There was a player. The, okay, there was, there was a player <laughs> yeah. who felt that in protest, you know, police brutality and racial injustice in America, he would he would take a knee during 
the playing of the national anthem before games. Actually, I think he started sitting down first. He was, started sitting, yeah. and then I think, yeah, he had, he had a talk with a, a, talk with with a, vet. a former veteran. Yeah. He said, okay, he's not going to sit. He's actually going to take a knee. To respect the flag. To respect the flag, and also, but yeah. also in silent protest. Hmm. And that's it. And that's it. And it's just spiraled into out just something control. else. Like out of control. Um, I feel like, you know, as human beings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why don't you take a whole holistic view? Right? No, but seriously, as human beings, there's, there's different times where we've all felt like, you know, there's been an injustice against us. And a lot of times we try to endure for a bit, but then there comes a time where, you know, you get this strong feeling where, you know, the feeling of morality just, you know, Overcomes the overcomes rules and regulations where you feel like okay, Charlie. Now I'm going to I'm going to do what you know I feel is best for me. Like I want to make a statement. You understand? Yeah. And um, sports personalities are like some of the most visible you know figures in our society. We spend most time watching them, and exactly. then when they're off the court or field, yeah. we still care what they do. Exactly. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, they find themselves on the biggest stage and, you know, they feel like, you know, if I make a statement, um, the impact is the impact that it's going to have is going to be significant. It's going to be huge. So why not? And oftentimes we do, you know, demand, uh, sort of demand this of them, that, you know, you're in a position of power, you're in a position influence. of strength. Yes, influence. So, you know, you should be using that, you know, to, um, you know, um, pitch in when it comes to the issues that... Your voice is louder. Society. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, and this, this has been happening for a long time. It's, it's, not, it's not a new thing at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, your, your thoughts on the protest? Um, personally, personally, I think... Because you have engaged in some sort of protest yourself. Yeah, you? just a little. <laughs> That's a doubt. Uh, personally, I think um, it's, it's all about using someone's influence Um to speak for people who don't have the chance to have their voices heard. And like he said earlier, celebrities have done this since time immemorial. Uh, At different stages, in different places, even in in Ghana here, we've had people champion certain causes. Yes. But (laughs) it's it's a very big step in the right direction if you look at where we've come from and where we can potentially Mm. go. Now, something that I also found out was that the issue of having the national anthem played before games has not always been the case. It's something that only started a few years ago. And for some, it it was a strategy to get people recruited into all the military um, academies and mm. you know just strengthen the military pump up the nationalism yes the patriotism and all that yeah. and it also started around a certain interesting time when those people had to or wanted to go and do some war business somewhere and so it's all very very problematic that they managed to find um, the medium that had the most attention like the one thing people were watching or had paid were paying so much attention to which was the sports and they paid the administrators of the game 
to ensure that the anthem was that whole patriotic thing display was done before games. Players have come out to say they are not even comfortable with it because it feels like they are going to war. It's just a game. It's for recreation and entertainment. And it's just, again, it's just American things with American things. Like, yes. I get to play your national thing when you're playing like international game. Yeah, if it yes. was like America versus Ghana, exactly. it's fine. But it's like Kumasi versus Accra and yeah, you're playing right. national. Yeah, it's, right. it's all like some problematic thing. But it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, for Kaepernick to choose that... Um, avenue to make his protest is very very excellent and then there is the myriad of issues that is coming with it for one nobody was supporting it yeah 2017 everybody is supporting it That's what I, yeah. and so you become suspicious of people's intent are they doing it because they are really concerned about the issues that inspired him to do this he's, he's basically puts his life on the line because currently club, he doesn't right? have a club to yeah. play he's like he his, sacrificed his, he sacrificed his livelihood, his to, livelihood to say something that everybody is thinking or everybody should be thinking but nobody is saying and so now you find everybody wants to protest and musicians are kneeling on stage um players teams or teams and managers team. who were not in support <clears throat> of it clearly from the beginning are doing yeah. it now yeah. it's almost as if they've co-opted the thing and they are watering it down and it's now losing cool, this significance yeah. and they are saying they keep on saying he's protesting the national anthem he's not protesting against the national anthem or the flag no he's protesting for the injustice that has like shocked everybody because like it or not, America is supposed to be the leader of the world. I mean, for the systems we've adopted in our governance and our economics, and we are all looking up to America. Yeah. So they need to set like a better example. They need to show that they value people's lives. You've had instances where policemen have been caught on camera saying they only shoot black people, and, and none of the people who have killed people in the past have been. Um, yeah, the evidence is there. Like it's just point, so clear that yeah. it shouldn't even be like a black thing. It should be everybody people, thing. Like let's and, solve this. And and I think we'll talk about it later. But I'm for one, I'm happy it has become a trending issue and and it's been so powerful that it has rocked the politicians world. and even the president to have to come out and and say, say things about it which i think all expands the best president <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's all interesting because now it opens it opens the it opens the discussion for you know these things to be spoken about yeah. freely and for people to become aware of it so that's what i think Initially, uh, so, Louis, um, yeah. um, this is a question to Brian. So, have you ever engaged in your own form of protest? Um, yes, I've, I've had to. I, I think everybody else does. Um, and I'll just say this political, social, any kind. Someone even said, loving yourself is an act of protest because okay. you live in a world where. Yeah. People make money off you not liking yourself. Okay, that's what we. So saying you like yourself and living as such is a protest. It is. It is a protest. Yes, of 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 everything. So yes, I've engaged um, directly and indirectly in one or two protests before with my work. Yeah, and so. Tell tell us about. Um, Tell us about this work. Um, yeah, so I, as, pa- as part of my art practice, I do a little bit of 
social commentary and political commentary and i do this with with some satiric illustrations and um the goal has been to generate discussions around the issues that inspired me to to make these kind of things so um yes there's been a lot of trending issues or big problems um, around us and I've tried to use my work to address some of these things um, we can talk about um, some of the issues like the illegal mining one um, like with Doomsaw um, just with a lot of the government policies that we've had to live through over the past two or three years <laughs> and so yes I've been involved with all these topics at different stages. Yeah. So these protests, have you ever <coughs> stepped on any toes? It feels like it's a it feels like it's a right decision at the moment. No, I mean yeah. it's it's I think it's all in the conversation. Stepping on toes is a very, very important um marker. It's it's it lets you know that the people you are speaking with, oh, perhaps right. those whose toes you are stepping on, have at least heard you, and they've been moved to the point where they felt like they've had to react, either by a certain action or a certain statement or something. Yes, it means it means they are listening to you, and so now the floor is yours for you to maximize your your voice and speak more. You know, ask more questions because as an artist, I think that's what you do. You ask questions. When they, whenever they, they provide answers for you, just test the answers so that those who provide the answers can open them up, stretch them to become more... Um, um, push the boundaries. Yeah, just push the, the boundaries to... Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think so, that's what an artist... Uh, well, it's important how these people like react to you know, these protests because... If the, if this person is not willing to listen, and then it means that there's no there's going to be no effect, right? Yeah. So if these important it, people are not listening. It means I'm not ready to listen. it means you have to maybe repackage your message. Sometimes it's not always about what you are saying, but how you say it. Uh, it's you have to be very tactful and know who you are dealing with, and then find the best approach to deal with the said people. Um, for instance, you had Donald Trump coming out and calling that's, that's athletes sons of that. bitches yeah. because clearly no tact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's and and it's one of the reasons why I like Trump. He's very, very, he's honest to a fault. <laughs> what he said is not new. You know, everybody thinks it, but now he has to be the devil for saying it. And that is why I like him. He's like there's been a lot of utterances from him in the last maybe eight months, and and he's presented a certain side of America that America doesn't like to be shown. To, to be, be shown. Yes, yeah. he's done it very very well on on many many on many many sides <laughs> on many many sides, and and um, um, it's the same with with our people over here. Sometimes you think. Uh, leaders or policymakers are very, very concerned about their image. They are very, very concerned about how other people see them. So if you want them to make a certain change, you have to touch that image. And so that... So that... <laughs> so that they are, they are moved 
to to preserve you know, that image. Yeah, to change yeah. whatever it is they are doing that is causing you to touch mm. the image. And and it's been like that with some of my work. Um, for instance, I make a nice painting of of the president on his knees begging, and um, I know he won't like to see himself in that position. However, it's a certain action he has taken that has caused me to create a, a piece or piece of art like that. So, if you don't want me to create something like that, show me something else. Show me something different. You see? And it's very, it's very, very subtle, but it's very, very powerful because I mask it with like satire, and so um, like a stand-up comedian would, some humor is yeah, there, get off then. stage and leave you laughing. The next thirty minutes, you think and say, no, he's really. He's really yeah. told me. He's told me off. It's the same with some of my work. Um, you mask your very, very charged message under some satire, and you are able to say things freely. And anyone who gets annoyed, you just say, "Oh, it's just a harmless cartoon." I mean, it's just a picture. It's just a picture. <laughs> it's just a cartoon. What cartoons are for fun? Yeah, but it's just, it's just taking a knee. Yeah, man. <laughs> just taking a knee. It's not hurting begging, anyone. Begging for water from a Chinese man. <laughs> and it's actually literally what we are doing because even when they are destroying the water bodies, we are begging them to stop in our own country. And I don't, I don't know anybody else who has ever done that before. I think it's the yeah. first time ever that uh, government has to beg another government to stop polluting their water. When you could just actually have like you have the state machinery, yes, you, right? Yes, when you are supposed to. So it means there's something wrong with the state machinery. Okay, let's go and check it so that next time artists don't make yeah. paintings like this they don't sing songs like this they don't make films like this you see and it's it's just a, it's just an interesting space for artists to rise up to the occasion because it's like your country is calling for you or your continent is calling for you so this question i mean i had it for i had it, I had it as a discussion point for all athletes certain should all black athletes be joining in this protest given that the issue that our uh, cup is protesting affects them as an artist yourself do you feel like every artist should also be up in arms with you, you know, trying to make this statement, trying to you know, push the policy makers to... Uh, let me go first. I think every artist, athlete, um, every musician, actor, every citizen yeah. of, of everywhere should come together and, and contribute to this, like solving this problem. Because that is the only way that's the only way that hasn't been tested yet. I mean, we've had the matches. People have been marching since the 1950s. And we are still living in these same um, conditions. Uh, things that haven't yet been done is like massive boycotts. Because you realize people are only concerned about the money, the paper. If, if you affect their money, that's, you hit them. that's where you hit them. And that is where they will be moved to make changes. Um, I've seen um, some stats of football tickets in America like sales dropping by a certain percentage I think it should be increased um, I've seen people say oh I just want to watch the game I, I didn't come here to watch a protest you come to see politics. yeah I didn't come to, to see politics. I came to see a game but you can't you don't expect someone to come and entertain you and then when they are suffering you don't yeah. you know join them yeah. if Life. if everyone if every player irrespective of your race or your gender or whatever uh, faction you belong to joined in and so they were like okay no more football not just the American football but 
in our own yeah, football here. You see footballers crying because they are being called monkeys and all manner of inhumane treatment. Throwing bananas. Yes, throwing bananas. People being discriminated against because of their gender or something. If you all said, okay, no more football. Instead of going to always hold up a placard that says "Say no to racism" in front uh, at the beginning of every Champions League game, um, Barcelona said, "Okay, we are no more playing this game until all the fans behave better, yeah. and they are capable of behaving better." Because everybody is now policing. Yes, now, now I think it will be the one thing that can automatically just halt it. Even FIFA is not doing enough. Yeah, because again, they have their yeah. Interests FIFA well. has all the power. But it's almost it's almost they as if they are enjoying. Just, yeah, they started for a bit, like they tried to do something. No, 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 no they are not doing. They are not doing that's, anything. That's what's a lack of diversity. They are not doing anything. If you don't really understand a problem, you won't really be pushed to tackle it how you're supposed to. You don't see the problem for what it is. Yes. You know, if if the NFL had black owners who actually believed and felt that what these sportsmen are saying is true, they will do more to try to yes. fix the problem. Or if they have like a black voice in that conversation being like, hey, this is the feeling on yes. this aspect. It doesn't even have to come from a black person. There are going to be black voices who also don't agree, who are also yeah. on the other side. So you, have to respect, yeah. you have to respect their choices. It, does, it doesn't have, have to even I mean, be a black person. We've had former football players come on shows like First Day to reprimand Kaepernick. Yes. Ray Lewis, especially. Yeah. So... There's, there's a lot that can be done. You know, I saw that um, the NBA had yeah, issued NBA a memo. Has issued a memo so that... Silver, man. All players should stand. I told you. Yeah, I told you. He was seen as a progressive. He's but again the paycheck, right? He just he just looks like a good guy. He's representing the owners, which just, he's a mm. he's a snaky <laughs> as <laughs> But but the thing is, no, I feel like the NBA players have more power. They have guaranteed contracts. You have, the reason why in the NFL it's it's so hard and it it's uh, what do you call it? It, it? it speaks more to what they're doing. What they're doing is. Far more of a sacrifice because, because they could they be cut. Have, yeah, they don't have, you know, guaranteed contracts. And I mean, clearly, Kaepernick was cut. Mm-hmm. You get me? Play. You can get cut for something like this. But in the NBA, I think the worst thing that can happen is probably maybe a fine. It's a fine. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that some players. I'm sure. That, I'm. I'm sure that even though they have sent this memo that says the players do have to stand for the national anthem. I'm hoping to see that some players will actually take that fine, especially, you know, the more the visible are, stars yeah. and the, the more vocal the more ones to do vocal stars. Yeah. Because I guess if it's going to hit your pocket, it's going to hit their pocket yes, less. Yes. And yeah. for those who have started, like they should probably like a rookie continue, who just started his continue first season. as they have begun, right? They should continue as they yeah. have begun, and I and I think these players should also come in to protect other players who might not be in the position to be able to do this, who would want to do this? Because Im- imagine a rookie does this. If there's no senior player who will be able to you know, stand up for him, I guess he's putting yeah. himself out there to be left out to dry. You know, but I, I feel like the NBA is more progressive than the NFL. I thought that with Silva. No, Silva I'm, I'm came saying, out and issued a memo. I'm saying as far as the players, the, players, the fans, 
because yeah. I mean LeBron and his policy have improved. Because if you remember the SPs, yep, you know they have the, the Trayvon Martin shirts as well. The Martin shirts, you know, they have been you know engaging in a lot of protests during their careers, and they have been very vocal about stuff like this. I mean, LeBron came to the defense of you know Curry. Steph Curry, who is actually you know his rival for championships, <laughs> you know because. It just seemed like he just sat there and he just couldn't take it anymore. What was the comment again? Oh, he you. said, you bum. Yeah. <laughs> he started off with, you bum. Like, you know, he turned out your invitation. You know, he doesn't yeah, even want no to invite. come. So for you to resign the invitation... Uh, there's there's no invite in the first There's no place. invite in the first place. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know, they don't talk about it, but there was an, the NFL team from last year. A lot of the black players didn't go to no, the, the White, White House. House yeah. You know, so it's not something new. So that's what's great about this. It's bringing more awareness to what has been happening. Mm-hmm. But like Bright said, it might. It, it seems like it's getting watered down, and it seems like it's being yes, co-opted. It's and, the, and the people at the center of it should try their best to make sure that that doesn't happen because that's not what they're trying to do. <sighs> a bit of a heavy topic, <laughs> but I mean, again, these are important issues because as a society. <laughs> we are in the world. This is this is stuff that we are going through. This is things that is happening around us. So it does definitely it bodes well for us to be informed and pay attention to all of that. I mean, I know Donald would just say, "Hey, man, I don't want to affect my money." <laughs> I mean, you never know if a man is pushed to the wall. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the wall, the wall far. It's the wall far. <laughs> Let me play my game, take my money, and go. Thank you. And and it's fair. I mean, no, everybody, everybody, yeah, how you yeah. act, right? Like you can demand more of a person, but you can't really force them. You can't really force them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can expect more, but you have to respect people's decisions as adults. Wrapping up this episode, uh, we're just going to do our quick social media plugs and recommendations, if any, any TV shows, books, songs, anything anybody's listening to that they want to recommend to our listeners out there. FIFA 18 is out. FIFA 18 is out. NBA preseason starts. Ooh, excited about that. Any of, any of you watch Rick, Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. Episode 10. I, I, I do watch Rick and Morty. Episode mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, start? only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like, it's good. No, but I don't like, some people think it's so it's good. It's a fun show. But they touch on very sensitive topics yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very great satirical show. But. I mean, sometimes they weed into certain topics that I feel like. I mean, I, the problem, there was a great article that came out, the problem with Rick and Morty are his fans, right? As in, people take things way too seriously. I mean, no, but I, I mean, yeah, people always do that. I mean, people take. You're always going to have people like that. No way around there. Right. I mean, but I mean, as you grow, stuff comes out. I mean, there was there was something I read about the totalitarianism of Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. So you, you, you I mean, yeah, like I didn't see. I definitely didn't, didn't see this. You, yeah, you definitely <laughs> didn't see this having that. But you have to give it a look. You have to, you have to give it a look. So if that's how they feel, that's fine. I'm just watching a show and for entertainment value. For entertainment, and it's a pretty good show. Right. Uh, anything on your end? Um, yeah, there are a couple of art events awesome. um, coming, coming up yeah. before the year rounds up, and um, there is a literary festival that is being launched in in Ghana here. I think the maiden maiden edition would happen in October. Awesome. At okay. the Goethe Institute. Okay. 
and that's on the twentieth to twenty second. And I'm going to be a part of it. So awesome. we'll get the link anyone, from you. Yeah, anyone who is who is interested on our channel. Everyone should be interested and yeah, <laughs> come around and interact with writers and artists and, and illustrators and just creatives who work with with writing. And um, Akan is sharing his new album in two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one to look out for. I've had the the privilege of hearing it. Early preview. And and when it comes out, it's going to be the album everyone will talk about. Vintage. Okay. Yes, I've heard it, and I went there expecting great things, and I was still blown away. So everyone should look forward to uh, hearing that too, and um, yeah, support support the arts, buy the music, go to the exhibitions, um, share the conversations, and let's make this place better. Awesome. That's something we can get behind. For us, you can find us on Twitter, GCRATW, Facebook and Instagram, The Gold Coast Report. Don't forget to follow, send us questions uh, for our next episode. We'll definitely be sharing the links to the October event. We also we reached out to Akan, hoping to have him on. He mentioned that he has work to do the promo-wise, so we'll get the link from him, also share that as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. He, he has a boost seal of approval. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Most of the dates, man. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks for coming, man. Right. Oh, thanks. Awesome thanks for having you. me. Um, Hopefully, we see you again. Don't be a stranger. Oh, I'm always, I'm always lurking <laughs> and just watching what's happening. So, anytime, anytime. Awesome. Uh, guys, uh, ATW dominate the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the final. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown!